Hello and welcome to another enthralling episode of Antique Dust, where we're following um, the series of Bergerac. We have just watched the super episode, uh, which is episode 7, A Miracle Every Week, of uh, episode 7 of series 2, and it was really quite wonderful. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique Dust, where we're dusting down the fabulous series that is Bergerac. So, what did you think? I think this was a rather enjoyable episode, actually. Yes, I thought so, too. I mean, the last two have been a bit bonkers uh, and sort of all over the place. This has had quite a nice linear sort of uh, sort of storytelling sort of arc. Um, the episode starts with uh, a lot of sort of racism. Well, I think... I shouldn't really laugh, but yeah. it, was, it was a sort of the stereotypical sort of uh, Indian sort of person on a boat uh, and a small child goes up and sort of asks some inappropriate questions, which children normally do. But I think it was, I think it's probably on, this was filmed around at the same time as It Ain't Half Hot Mom. So, <laughs> which again is lots of built-in racism as well. Yeah, I think it was pretty reflective of its time. Of its, of its time, really. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, I mean, the storyline is um, a guru uh, arrives in Jersey. A guru. A guru. A guru. Yes, a guru. Um, a guru arrives in Jersey uh, because he's a he faith healer and he's arrived on Jersey with no luggage, just the clothes he stands up in, no money, and uh, he gets questioned by a, sort of a rent-a-cop. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it seems like it dropped out of the Sweeney or something, sort of very rough around the edges, Macintosh and smoking a cigarette. Uh, a roll-up. You mean Jersey Police's finest? It, well, it, it just seems like they're, they're, they're dropped out of Peckham or something. Went to the, they're sort of doing an away day from, to Jersey. Uh, so he gets arrested because he, he doesn't have anywhere to stay. He doesn't have any luggage. He doesn't have any money. And apparently he's going to meet his accountant, which nobody has any record of, uh, on public record. So he gets duly arrested. So I suppose that's probably the sort of what sort of has to introduce him into the Bergerac and Bureau de Sargent. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's probably a fairly, fairly representative of 1980s policing. <laughs> it was. Although there wasn't any car chases in a, in a warehouse with lots of cardboard boxes, which was very disappointing. Um, so it turns out that uh, this guru, um, there's the foundation set up, there is an accountant, uh, who is actually uh, played by Charlie, who was in, uh, who was in Casualty. I was, I'm very disappointed there's no Duffy. But Charlie's pl playing some sort of accountant-y type person um, that's running the foundation. Um, the foundation has been set up um, where when the guru hits 25, which is now 25, he can now be the chairman of yes. this said, said sort of business venture thing. Um, I think it's a charity. It's a yeah, and he wants to take sort of a million million pounds and invest in uh, his hometown in India, invest in hospitals and schooling and health and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, so the, the first we meet the sort of accountancy type person and he's very sort of pleasant and everything, but he seems a bit dodged because he's got sort of a little bit of an accent. A little bit of an accent. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit a, yeah, a little bit of rough round the edges, rough diamond type of person. So 
we sort of like okay um we also we also we also meet the the people who are running the the foundation. One well. person's from Space 1999. Yeah, Xenia Merton. <laughs> Another is, is, is Hazel. <laughs> or Nicholas Ball. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they're, they're wrong-uns. Um, we don't know the wrong-uns to start with, though, though we might suspect. Well, I think we, we suspect that the, the chap is a bit of a wrong-un. Um, the lady is sort of quite... Sort of, it seems quite sympathetic uh, in various points, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, they say the, the the general nonsense about the accountancy type bits and pieces. Uh, Charlotte tries to go through the entire phone book of Jersey. Uh, yeah, but it just takes one one call to Marianne. Yeah, so, and yeah. Janet. Janet solves Jan- the problem. Yeah, Marianne's uh, assistant, Janet, her, her, uh, who her non-speaking just, associate, who, who normally just like mutters something or asks for tea or coffee and, 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 and comes out with a teacup with a bourbon biscuit in. Um, so the, the Marianne discovers that it is, so knows who the, the people are, the yes. type people are, because they're not listed in the book. Yeah, and finds out the name of the foundation right. and where it's where it's based. And this is like Marianne is like Google for Jersey. Well, for she's a financial Google. <laughs> she's a Marianne. <laughs> And apparently, also there was another point there where they're watching a tape of said guru. So apparently, she's got a, a Betamax, and uh, sort of and the police don't. Complete, the police don't have a Betamax, <laughs> so which is very disappointing. <laughs> so, and, and watch an episode of uh, Nationwide with Sue Lawley. I know. Gosh. Making a, oh, she making got, a oh, special she got an acting guest. credit for that. Um, she she does have an acting credit. Really? For that, yes. Oh yeah, wow. She does get a credit. Oh, awesome! So it's it, it it's it, I really enjoy this episode. It's very linear. It's a little bit of nonsense. Um, all the, all our favourite characters are wedged into the storyline. Um, we've got uh, Diamante Lil, who's coming back in on a plane, um, which is the hired assassin. Yes, yes, and of course we have to reflect that um, this episode has not one but two alumni from the Star Wars universe. Yes, um, they're like the jet fighter-y type ones. Yes, so, so Celia Imrie. Was Celia uh, Imrie a jet fighter? Well, yeah, she, she was a, uh, yeah, she was in Phantom Menace, flying a, uh, flying a, a, I can't remember, an X-Wing fighter or whatever. And uh, Dennis Lawson was in uh, episodes uh, four, five and six, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and... Uh, Return of the Jedi and he's also playing Wedge and he reprises his role as Wedge Antilles in Rise of uh, Skywalker I'm, I'm just going to smile and nod here I'm not particularly a massive Star Wars fan well, you don't have to be no, it's, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not instructing you to become one I'm just no. reflecting the fact well, that we have uh, two, yeah. two X or two well, actually one X one current um <laughs> Star Wars actor. I wonder if they've got any. No, they won't have any. The sort of lightsabers or anything like that, because they didn't have. It's only the Jedi's that had lightsabers. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know what what Wedge <laughs> does in the new one. Not seen it, but certainly they were just flying, um, whatever flying, it was, flying their their ships. 
Marvellous. So into, that's, that's, into battle. It's the into battle. So so whizzing back to the lovely Jersey Isles. Um, so the uh, Rongans from the foundation have decided to off the guru um, because he wants to sort of take money out of the fund and I think they've already Meanwhile embezzled. they've already been taking money out. They, they've the already been taking money out. And we also so we've got uh, Di, uh, uh, Diamante Lil that's on the plane back with the hired assassin who's going to who's been hired to off the guru yeah. by the Rongans from yeah. the foundation and yeah. the naughty accountant played yeah. by sort of Charlie. Meanwhile meanwhile um Charlie Hungerford has it's been shoehorned, shoehorned, into, shoehorned this into this episode because the Guru came over as, as sort of to Jersey as a hardship family and uh, um, sort of befriended Deborah. Is it Deborah? Deborah. Deborah. Uh, Deborah sees that Guru uh, in the newspaper. The Guru, the Guru is is in in town and has uh, uh, invited him to, uh, to lunch. But the Guru had sort of previously met Charlie, sort of sort of sort of wagging his finger at his, his sort of materialism and his sort of commercialism yeah. sort yeah. of thing. And the first time we see uh, Charlie Hungerford in this episode he's having a conversation with um, Julian Dalrymple Sykes from from the dance instructor from Heidi High. Who got off with what was the name of the dance uh, the, the the prim and proper dance that was it Yvonne? That? Yvonne yeah, Yvonne and him. Yvonne Stuart Hargreaves or something like, <laughs> or something like that. I always remember with regards to, I'm oh, sorry, we, we, we seem to be sort of splintering off into different things, but Yvonne, uh, I always remember because they, it was an episode of Heidi High and they were putting up, uh, they were told they couldn't personalise their cabins and um, she put wallpaper up with a with, um, with blue tie, not blue tie called... with the uh, with boarding pins. Yeah, <laughs> and I just thought, <laughs> yeah. yeah, interior design from yeah. the ages. Anyway, I'm just going to sound a little bit of a clock. So ben Ben Aris, who played the the unnamed character in this episode, but played Julian and Dalrymple Sykes and Heidi High, uh, was in uh, Invasion of the Dinosaurs. In Doctor Who way back in the early 70s. Oh. So there you go. So we have a Doctor Who reference. We we've do. Had, we've had a Star Wars heavy episode. Uh, but now we've come and Space 1999. And Space 1999. San, Sandra Benes, played by Xenia Merton. So the story, it, it, I, mean, I love this story because it's very linear. Um, we've got an assassin that's going around for some reason. He's been given this gun, which is in a briefcase, uh, which is sort of one of these rifly things. And he's is is there doing target practice or looking through the thing at the police with his uh, with this big rifle thing from his from uh, Diamante's Lil's sort of one of the rooms yeah. she rents out and then goes around the island shooting at boys in the sea and I think yeah. that that's not boys as in B O Y S but B O U Wire. Yes, as in floaty things, not yes, not, not children, not young, way. not children. Yeah, yeah. not children. Well, I think you know they've hired Dennis Lawson, so they may as well Get give him give him something to yeah. do. Um, and another one of uh, Diamante Lil's staff gets dies. Well, I mean, we have to. We <laughs> it have, seems to be like the to, worst thing. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's we have to say farewell to to Carlos. We knew him for like a few episodes. We knew him so. Briefly, he so, was in two episodes. Wasn't there another Portuguese waiter that died in the hang gliding incident was, that worked briefly at Diamond Lil? <laughs> there just seems to be 
sort of like it's like the, it's like the death camp of Diamante Lills. You work at Diamante Lills. You, you serve mussels, moulinaire, and then after a, after a couple of shifts, you're off. <laughs> well, you need danger money. So Carlos unfortunately discovers the gun in the uh, in the assassin's bedroom, um, and the assassin comes up, and then the next thing we know is that Carlos is no more and is discovered hanging upside hanging down upside in the wardrobe. Down. I know. Well, I don't understand why why you just like would have shoved the body out there. Why would not just like put it under the bed or something? Drama. 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 Yeah. Well, you have to sort of have a. You know, the Diamante Lil has to discover the body in the most bizarre circumstances possible so she can have a good old scream. Scream! Yeah. So, I, well, it was, it was good fun. It was all good fun. The Guru um, is... Played by Art Malik. We've, uh, not Art mentioned, Malik. we've not mentioned. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it was in Buddha of Suburbia, I think. Um, hold on. Just let me... He's getting the Google just, bot up. Just let me get my Google. So, what's he been in? Um, so recently, Silent Witness, Doctor Who, but we mm-hmm. didn't mention that because that's a very recent one, not just last year. Um, blah blah blah. Played Eddie in Cold Feet, uh, Maharaja in Indian Summers, down the list, uh, in Upstairs Downstairs, the rebooted version, not the original, Sex in the City 2, Poirot, Lewis. Uh, D.L. and Pasco, Holby City, going down the list, down and down and down and down. Messiah. Ooh, um, down and down. Peak practice. Gosh, he's been in a lot. Yeah. In a lot and a lot and a lot. He's uh, got quite, quite sort of. Um, Jewel in the Crown, which is what I remember him from. Um, Bergerac, which we just watched. Crown Court. Uh, the Professionals. Nope. Sorry, he wasn't in Bid of Suburbia. Was he not? Oh. Nope. I didn't think he was, but I just wanted to double check. I might have forgotten that. Yeah, oh, well. But I mean, but he has got that really... He has got quite a sort of, sort of old Hollywood good looks. Great bone structure and everything. Yeah. And he's got sort of really good presence. Yep. Um, Definitely. So... With him back to the lovely episode of Bergerac, um, we see a little bit of Charlotte, who, who's there scratching her head with a pencil, um, and go through the phone book. Uh, Marianne, who's been just gorgeously Marianne. Um, yeah. We have Debbie, um, who... Doesn't know what a spanner doesn't is. Doesn't know what a spanner is and tries to pass him a wrench. And uh, when Bergerac is there fiddling around with his car. Um, but, I mean, they do seem to have a good sort of relationship now I mean, that you can see that there's that there's chemistry still there um, between Debbie and Bergerac um, and but his daughter doesn't seem to be in anything she, she was cross-referenced is that, that they were going to spend that Debbie was going to spend an evening watching television with the daughter after finishing the homework but I don't think she's been in any of this series um, I don't recall she's in about three episodes of series one but she's not We've not even seen her in a single episode. Was she not in the first episode? Did she not get kidnapped in the first episode that, of this, that, the, the, this that series? Season, is that this, that, this series? Oh. I think so. Yeah. Well, it feels so long ago now. Oh. But, um, but anyway, so it all rollicks along where the, uh, so the, the, the closing sequence is um, with the, uh, the Buddha 
the guru. The Buddha. The, no, sorry, the guru. The, the faith guru, healer. Ravi, Ravi. Ravi, the faith healer. Uh, the guru, um, sort of doing a stage show with everyone humming and chanting and what have you, and old deers being wheeled onto the stage. Being uh, healed. Being healed and what have you. The assassin arrives in at the, the lighting booth where there's an old man uh, sort of in there and he arrives and then the old man you see him crumpled in the corner and then he's got him with this, the shotgun and then he shoots one of the the naughty people. Yes, he shoots Nicholas Ball. He's been handed a photograph to identify his target but there's two people in the photograph, uh-huh. Ravi plus Ravi. Hardacre, the 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 criminal mastermind of the embezzling the foundation and um, he somehow concludes that he has to shoot both of them. But we're not sure if that was the actual main thing just to off both people. So, but he tries to. Yeah, um, so he shoots one of them dead um, and then t- tries to have a go at the guru but then Bergerac comes and they have a bit of a tussle. They have an unconvincing fight scene. Yeah, and we see Bergerac with white socks. Which is very wrong. It was the early eighties. I know, but so. white socks, really. Well, even even in the eighties, no. I mean, I, I knew those populars have those nasty neon ones, but white socks with slacks, no, 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 no. The costume department. Maybe you've just come from playing tennis or something. That'll be it. That'll be it. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he he pulled on his slacks after having a quick game of tennis with. With Marianne. With Marianne, yes. A set of doubles with <laughs> with Janet and Charlotte. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so there's a bit of a tussle and then there's a unconvincing sort of chase uh, where the sort of the assassin is chased along the conference centre and and then he hurtles he hurtles to his day a gallery landing and he can't get through the emergency exit and then jumps over the the barrier and then falls to his death where it's sort of all entangled on the floor in a pool of blood um and then uh, and that's it and that's it well then the guru sort of gets dropped off at the shipping harbour uh in the rain and uh uh, say Bergerac so says his farewell, and then when, when the namaste, guru, uh, when the guru's got his back turned, he does his namaste with sort of praying hands. But overall, I thought it was a jolly, a jolly fun episode. We're back to stand after having a couple of okay-ish episodes, but were a little bit all over the over the place and a bit bonkers. I thought this one was really quite good. It was. It was a very pleasant episode. It was non-demanding. It was non-demanding. Um, we had all our usual characters. Yes. Um, which was all very, very good. Um, and, yeah. So, we had a sort of more Bergerac. We had Bergerac. Uh, but it, it was quite an interesting, nice, linear episode, which I quite liked, rather than the ones which were bouncing around here, there and everywhere. So you had a beginning, middle and end, and it felt like the pacing was done appropriately. Um, so I'm going to give this one. It wasn't my, it's not my all-time favourite. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, I think... I would I, give it a four out of five. Uh, I think that's a bit generous. I'd probably give it an okay three, out, three and a half. No, I'm, I'm going to go with four, because it's a, it, it, I, it was back to form. Um, there was a little bit of sauciness with Marianne, which is very good. Um... Uh, so we say so Janet's 
I think she said something which wasn't involving tea, coffee, or a bourbon biscuit. Um, and yeah, I thought it was jolly. And so we had more Deborah, which I quite like. I, would, I quite yes. like Deborah. We had a we had a bit of a bit of Deborah. Yeah, this is all very very good. So, um, so we're rollicking along this. Yes. this or so we're, ne- we've, we've nearly, we're, we're on the last disc of series two. Yes, yeah. So we're, we're still going to be skipping, hop, skipping yeah. and jumping onto yeah. series three. Yeah. So next week's episode, mm-hmm. guess who's in next week's episode? Who's in next week's episode? Tracy Childs. Oh, Howard's Way! It's Lynn! It's yeah. Lynn from Howard's Way! Oh, how glorious. Oh, uh, yes. Or should we go in there in a catamaran before it sunk? Um, <laughs> no, I think we'll we'll have to wait and see. <gasps> Fabulous. We'll have to oh. wait and see. So, if any of our listeners aren't aware, I am the number one Howard's Way um, number the top fan. Not in a sort of um, sort of having a pet pig and sort of uh, hijacking or kidnapping the writers or anything like that. I just have a real Real passion for Howard's Way, which basically got us back. Let's say we, we did a Howard's Way tweet along, which lasted two years, where everyone, we all watched an episode a week and it was all tweeting along. So it was all jolly, jo- jolly fun. And the Howard's Way fan club were lovely, lovely, lovely and very engaging. So we just hope that the Bergerac fan club get behind the Bergerac podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Both Berge- of you. Yes. Yes, Bergerac fans. <laughs> So, if you would like to mention anything that we have forgotten to mention from this episode, uh, please tweet tweet along or tweet to us. We're at Antique Dust on all social media platforms. And also, don't forget that we do other things as well. We have podcasts about, we've done Box of Delight, we've done Die Hard, we've got plans. We've got plans plans for the future. We are planning on on sort of doing the... uh, Another Christmas blockbuster movie, which is Trading Places. Another, another movie that is just tangentially set at Christmas. <laughs> Shush. Shush. So anyway, it's farewell from me, Jonathan. And it's goodbye from me, Rob. So farewell, and we'll see you this time next week. Bye. Bye.